Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12.34 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now, where guests receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 99.90 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and the staff that Oilers now sent you. I know our next guest, Louis DeBrusque, is a big fan of Roos Chris Steakhouse. And Louis DeBrusque is our headliner today, presented by Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. Without further ado, we are joined by Louis Louis DeBrusque from uh, NHL Hockey and Rogers, their lead analyst. Louis, uh, we just got the news on Adam Larson. You were down at ice level. Uh, It's amazing how guys can play through pain, isn't it? It really is. You know, to be honest with you, it doesn't take much either. I mean, that was was a good shot. He got in the shooting lane. He blocked it, hit him in a bad spot. And he played the rest of the shift, you know, kind of hobbling around the ice. And you could tell that it stung him. Um, sometimes you don't see players come back after that, but Adam Larson's a pretty tough customer. He came back and finished the game. I mean, that just goes to show you the character that he has, but obviously a tough break for the Oilers. Right out of the gates, they get the win, but they already suffer an injury, and they've also already made a transaction. It looks like to bring Evan Bouchard back up to the Oilers, so an opportunity for him to come up and most likely play on the right side with Darnell Nurse. Well, we're, we're just, you know, we're Louis, we're finding out here that there's a possibility that Joel, Dave Tippett has just spoken and uh, Joel Person uh, may be activated. Uh, okay. And, and if that happens, it would not surprise me because we know that they had to do a paper transaction for LTIR purposes to maximize uh, the amount of space that they would have with the Larson injury. First of all, a, a broken bone in the, uh, you know, on the foot. We're looking at minimum six weeks, aren't we, Louie? Yeah, doesn't heal very quickly. That's that's for sure. And obviously being the foot, uh, mobility is a factor. Um, getting your foot into the boot is a factor, depending on how bad the break is. But yes, it's going to be a bit for Larson, and that's just a tough break for him. You know, when yeah. he came in, he wanted to have a better season this year. It was a real tough year for him last year. It really was. And, you know, he was vocal about that, wasn't afraid to admit it, wasn't afraid to talk about it. And you don't want to come in this year and, and have a better year, and unfortunately, uh, he's going to be on the sidelines for a bit. Yeah, absolutely. So, there, what could theoretically happen here? Because Bear was sent down, Bouchard was recalled. That maximizes the Oilers' potential LTIR space. Um, I, I think you would. I mean, I don't know about you, but I thought Ethan Merritt might have been the Oilers' best defenseman on the ice last night. He was really smooth and made. Uh, excellent decisions under duress. It's remarkable, Louis, how far he's come. Poise, right? You know, and confidence. It's amazing how far that goes with young players. But 
Um, I liked his attitude throughout all of training camp. And when he was given the opportunity, when when person went down and was, and we knew that he was going to be out for a bit, uh, it was knock knock, is what Dave Tippett said that he said to Ethan Barrett. I thought he really uh, grabbed those reins. So, unfortunately, this is a number thing and it's a roster thing and personnel. You just have to look at it from that regard if you're Ethan Bear. I thought he played well. Um, I think everybody had a couple of mishaps last night in the first game. It was trying to get those jitters out and the nerves and the energy and just trying to find the skates in hand. But uh, but yeah, I agree with you. I thought he had a solid game. I thought he was poised. I, I don't think he got himself in too much trouble, which is great for a defenseman. And you know the offense is going to come with him. So he's got a bright future. Uh, that's the one thing he has to hold on to and remember is he's still a young man and um, eventually he'll get his long-term shot. All right, Louis, uh, let's uh, switch focus here. I mean, Leon Dreisaitl, because I think we'd both agree Connor McDavid was good, but he wasn't out of the worldly good with his puck touches early in the game. I mean, he scored a ridiculous goal. But Leon Dreisaitl was a big horse last night, wasn't he? Could have had I honestly probably could have had eight points. Like he was, he he had one of those nights where the puck was gravitating towards him, which he's had so often. And good players just seem to have that ability to be in the right place at the right time. Um, he had a couple really good looks. You got to credit Markstrom with some good saves early on on him. And but the thing for me is just how well he can maintain the puck and make plays under pressure when he has guys that are. You know, all over him, hanging on, leaning on him. He'll find a way to make that backhand pass through traffic. And I said it last night on the telecast. I said, you know what? To me, he's one of the top three players in the National Hockey League passing on the backhand side. i got to give Crosby props, and I have to put Joe Thornton up there with him. But those are the three guys for me that, you know, guys that can handle the puck, go to the backhand side, and make a subtle backhand pass or a laser backhand pass. He was on his game. He really was. He was the best player on the ice. He was dominant when he was out there. He was a handful, and uh, rightfully so. He was in on all three goals. How fast was McDavid going when he split the D there? (laughs) You know what's amazing is that, and I agree with you, I I think, and, you know, he had a great interview after the game with Scott Oak, and one of his most candid interviews that I've seen, and I really liked it from Connor, because you could tell he said it twice, that goal meant a lot to him. You know, because that's that's a long off season with an injury that he's not used to, and there's always that question mark, which is he, he's a he's a young man. I mean, so he comes into camp. There's a ton of pressure. He wants to be the best player in the world, and you're trying to find your way. And you could tell throughout the game that's kind of what was happening. He only played two exhibition games. He, he was fighting the puck a little bit, but the thing about Connor McDavid is. At any moment in time, he can put those jets on and just make you look foolish. And that's exactly what he did. It looked like nothing. It was a little play, a nice pickoff by betting in the neutral zone. Dreisaitl just recognizing that McDavid had the speed, just a little tap to him. And he literally split the D. Like, to split the defenseman in the National Hockey League is almost impossible. But he seems to do it on a regular basis because of his speed. And he has that puck out in front of him, which is remarkable. He gets it way out in front of his body. He can stick handle it. And he loves to go that short side high. Big goal for him. That was a big goal for Connor, a big goal for the team. Listen, the Canucks were pressing and probably deserved a better fate in that game. I thought they put more pressure on Edmonton than Edmonton did on them. And Edmonton had to defend probably a little bit more than they wanted to. But, uh, but good on him. That's a big goal by the best player in the game. Uh, to make a statement that the knee is healthy, he battled through the little the little kinks, and he's ready to go. Uh, Louie, we did an event down in uh, Red Deer, September 7th, and I asked Dave Tippett, you know, is there a philosophical approach? 
uh, you know, to the season. He said, number one, we got to become a team. And he said, five-man attack, five-man back. And I, I don't know about you, but I felt like the Oilers were tighter defensively. It was almost like a shrink wrap. Like, they weren't spread out as much in their D zone. Yes, they had to defend a bit, and they shot themselves uh, in the foot literally and figuratively, as it's turned out for uh, one Adam Larson, because, you know, blown off side call on that play, and then also a chance for Archibald to clear it out. But, you know, I, I, I think the team looks like it's playing with a, a little bit different defensive structure you're down at ice level what did you see i saw the exact same thing and that's it's a must you know when you're a team that you know struggled to keep the puck out of your net and you're trying to change it over the one thing you try and do is simplify and that's one thing that dave tippett's always been remarkable at in my opinion as a coach he's been able to really get the message across to the players on the team and get them to buy in and I think that's a big reason why he was picked to be the head coach here, Bob, to be honest. I think that's why they thought he would be a good fit here. And the one thing is, I mean, Brian Burke did a, a video segment on the intermission and talked about the five players around the ice. And there was multiple, multiple times yep. where you see all five players in the frame and protecting the house. Um, it's the way you have to play nowadays. It's the way you have to defend. Players are too skilled. Uh, they're too fast. If you give them space and room, they will they will make you pay for it. And even with that defensive structure last night, the skilled players of the Canucks, Patterson, Besser, uh, Pearson had 11 shots on net, I believe, was the final tally. They're, they're going to still find ways to get opportunities. It's where they're getting those opportunities from. If you can keep them to the outside, out of that nucleus, you know, that, uh, that's, that real danger zone in front of the net, then then that's what you're trying to accomplish. I thought they did a fairly solid job of that last night. It's a work in progress. Anytime you change a system as a player, it does take time. Everybody thinks you can just jump right into it, but you have, it's amazing how the neural passageways in your brain get so set on certain things, and it's really hard to break out of it. It's like no different than you know when we came back after the lockout in 05-06, and they changed the rules. How many times did those guys continue to reach out with their stick and hook people? It's because it was just a natural reaction that was embedded in their brain yeah. to do that. And it's the same with systems. It truly is. Now, I thought they've done a pretty solid job, but uh, it's something they're going to have to work on. And, and every once in a while, you're going to get picked apart, and you're going to go back to the drawing board. You're going to reestablish that foundation and structure. And you're going to do it again. So, um, But you know what? Listen, it was, it was a home opener um, for them. Uh, you heard Dave Tippett after the game talk about they really wanted to get that first win. It's important to start off on the right foot. They battled for that win, and, and they did it as a team. Yeah, they got the win. Uh, they got it done. Uh, again, the, the tough break on Adam Larson going on LTIR here. Uh, Louie, you played most of your career as a bottom six forward, and it is a different era now. Uh, obviously, there was way more fighting when you played, and that was part of uh, your job description. But when you played in those support roles – and the puck came to you on the wall, you knew you had to get it out, right? Like, still there, Louie? Sorry, but I'm, I'm having a little malfunction with my phone. Well, you there? Yeah, we got you now. I got you back. Sorry. Just my uh, hands-free kicked in and out there for some reason. Apologize for that. Problem. All right. Uh, I'm Louis, sure our listeners have had that problem a few times before. Yes. Uh, conveniently often timed when they don't want to listen to their wife uh, lecture them on how to live life. You know what I'm saying? All right, Louis. So hey, be careful, Bob. Cindy's in the truck with me. Oh. Hi, Bob. Hi, Cindy. How you doing? <laughs> 
I'm listening, Bob. Are you? There you go. Now that's a, that's a, that's an Edmonton moment right there. You know. Uh, now is he a little bit more patient driver with you, Cindy, than he was with me taking me to the game yesterday? Oh, isn't that a treat? I'm telling you, my wife thinks I'm bad, Louis. Thanks to you. I'm yeah. right there with you. I'm every bit as impatient yeah. as you are. So I thought I was pretty calm last no. night. We had a good conversation on that's the way a, to the rink last night. That's a special experience. There, there we go. That's wonderful radio. All right. Thanks, Cindy. Uh, well, uh, well, just just in terms of, Louie, when you're, if you're Josh Archibald, Jujar Kira, like the Oilers needed more. Mm-hmm. Jujar in particular, like there's something there with that player. But he's, yep. he's got to get puck. Those guys got to get pucks out when they're in those roles, don't they? <clears throat> They do. You know, I guess it's twofold for me, and I, and I know that Tip made mention of it. There was a there was a few turnovers on the one goal. Archibald had that puck. <clears throat> excuse me. And his intention was to make. He didn't want to ice the puck. He didn't just want to blast it out of the zone. So on one hand, I look at that and say, okay, you know what? He got the puck. He did take the millisecond to take a look and thought he could get it by the defenseman. But you know, Tyler Myers is six foot eight. He he just he just kept it in the zone like so and that's that's a small little play that ended up into the back of your net. The thing I did like about it on a different tangent is that Dave Tippett put him right back out there. Yeah. He, you know what I'm saying? Like he was right back on the ice. The next couple of shifts, mistakes are going to be made. How do you respond to it? The same thing same thing with Jujar Kara late in the game. For those two players especially, under a Dave Tippett system, in my opinion. He's going to rely on those guys in key situations to be sound defensively and be safe players. Those are the little plays they're going to have to learn to make under pressure. And that's all part of the learning process. So um, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to look too much into it on game number one. But at the same time, if this be- continues to be a habit of theirs turning pucks over, they're just not going to be in the lineup. And they know that. They'll know that better than anybody. So. Let them kind of feel that out. I'm sure they're going to be stronger and tougher on the walls the next couple of games to kind of establish that back. But that's going to be the backbone of this system is that when you have opportunities to be defensively sound and make sure you get pucks out of the zone, you have to make good plays with the puck. So um, the Archibald one stood out for me because it was the goal against, right? It was a shot from the point that got tipped by by, Pearson. uh, Pearson, But a minor little play that becomes a big one because it goes into the back of the net. And they've addressed it. I'm sure they've talked about it. And uh, let's see how they respond. Well, Louie and Cindy, uh, enjoy the game tonight. Jake's uh, with the uh, Bruins, and they're in yeah. Dallas. So uh, try to enjoy that game. Cindy, it's great talking with you. We'll see you down the Thank road. Thank you, okay? Bob. Take care. You bet. Right, see you, Lou. That's, bye. Bye-bye. That's Louie and Cindy DeBrusque joining us here on Oilers Now. 1248 in Edmonton. Oh, wow. That's, uh, that's awesome. Uh, we're going to tell you. We've got about two or three more days with this. You can uh, join Oilers now in New York City. They've got a couple last-minute cancellations. The trip was completely sold out, but a late cancellation. Packages include a great lower bowl game tickets for the games against Taylor Hall and the Jersey Devils and Capo Caco and the New York Rangers. Um... Plus, we're going to have a welcome reception with yours truly and special guests for a last-minute getaway to New York City called New West Travel. Be spontaneous, man. Do something different. Shake it up. 780-432-7446 or go online at newwesttravel.com. When we come back, we're going to get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. What do you think? Should I let her rip? Should we go for it? What am I giving away here? Do you know what I'm giving away, Brendan? I'm aware. Would you like to enlighten our listeners? Well, uh, why don't you tell us what uh, what do we got? We got a pair of uh, tickets 
for the Oilers game against the LA Kings on uh, Saturday night. Is that what we're giving away? Sure is. Do not call in right now because I'm going to ask a pretty hard question. So we're going to re-trigger this at about uh, 12.54. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30 Chad. I think Jujar would be the first guy to tell you he's got more game to give. Something there of that player. It's big. Uh, Orders miss Riley Sheehan last night. And again, the news of the day. LTIR Adam Larson broken bone around the foot. It's going to be out a while. Orders uh, making a move with recalling Evan Bouchard, sending Ethan Bear down. Bear was very good yesterday. You'd have to think he'd come back up here uh, in time for the game on Saturday. Okay, here's what we'll do. First, we're going to do NHL Today for elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time, every time, elite promotional marketing. Uh, They've been a staple here in the Edmonton marketplace for decades. Bring it, Brendan. What do you got? I'm going to preface everything that I'm about to say right now. Do not call until we tell you to call. I'm yes. not answering yes. any of these, okay? Uh, eight games on the NHL docket tonight. Winnipeg opening its season on the road against the New York Rangers. Montreal visits Carolina, and Calgary is down in Colorado. The Blackhawks signed forward Alex DeBrincat to a three-year $19.2 million contract extension. That is an AAV of $6.4 million that will kick in after this season, which is the last year of his entry-level contract. In case you were under a rock yesterday, John Tavares was named the 25th captain in Toronto Maple Leafs history. The team also loaned defenseman Timothy Lilligren to the AHL's Marlies. Nick Patan was recalled in his place. Edmonton Oil Kings dropped their third game in a row, 4-3 in overtime against Swift Current last night despite a two-goal night from Carter Such. They will try to right the ship against the Winnipeg Ice tomorrow night and then they've got a date in Brandon on Saturday and the U of A Golden Bears will be in exhibition action this weekend against the defending back-to-back NCAA champion Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs on Saturday, St. Cloud State on Sunday, Bob. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, the Huskies of St. Cloud State. That's uh, That game on Saturday is going to be interesting. We're going to have Scott Sandlin on, former Montreal Canadiens player. He's the head coach at UMD. He's turned them into a powerhouse, back-to-back NCAA National Championships. All righty, here we go. As we all know, Oilers hockey is back. I know the fans are stoked, uh, even with the difficult uh, news today involving one Adam Larson. The season will be filled with fun and excitement. We've got theme nights. But if you can answer the next question at 780-496-0063, you got a chance uh, you get it, uh, the winner will get an opportunity again. Our River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline is seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Up for grabs a pair of tickets to watch the others take on Todd McClellan and the Pacific Division rival L.A. Kings. During the course of this season, the Oilers Weekend Advantage Series, Thirsty Thursdays, five dollar beers, Third Jersey Fridays including uh, discounts on the purchase of alternate jerseys and giveaways and those sort of things. Super split Saturdays, which is enhanced 50-50 pots and send-off Sundays. It's going to be a kicker. But here we go. You want to get in the game? Call in right now, 780-496-0063. Again, 
up for grabs a pair of tickets to the Oilers matchup against the LA Kings on Saturday night. So the Oilers opponent is LA. I'm going to you know what this is a pretty easy question. There's eight players in NHL history that have had 70 goal seasons in the, in the National Hockey League. Okay? One of them did it as a member of the LA Kings. He would later play at Edmonton, and he has been a guest on Oilers now before. Name the former L.A. King. And he was an L.A. King star, so it's not Wayne Gretzky. Like, Wayne Gretzky was an Edmonton Oilers star that was still the best player in the game when he was a member of the L.A. Kings. But name the member of the L.A. Kings who put up a 70-goal season. He's probably the—I'd f- say this guy's the most forgotten 70-goal scorer in NHL history. 780-496-0063. That is our trivia question for uh, you for today for the tickets. Again, all a part of uh, Oilers theme night, so we're going to be doing this all season long. Do want to tell you that uh, you should go down and check out Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. Come be a part of a small-town atmosphere and let them prove... Why Cars Cost Less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge is the eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. You can reach them at brentridge.com and 1-877-477-3673. Go down and see Rich and Milt, Johnny and the gang at Brent Ridge. They'll take care of you. Uh, do we have a winner? We do have a winner. Congratulations to Brian, who knew that the answer was Bernie Bumper Nichols. There you go. And he could uh, he could shoot the pill himself. All right, off to a global. Way to go, Brian. Uh, so everybody else that's on hold calling in, the tickets have been given away. Sorry. Brian's winner, winner. Chicken dinner. He's got it. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Another Brian coming on. Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack after an Eileen Bell. Global news, weather, traffic update. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.